0: Welcome to Girls with Dogs, where two girlfriends come together and we talk about our dogs. My name is Kimberly, and I'm the blogger behind Keep the Tail Wagging, and I'm here with my girlfriend, Kathy, who is the blogger behind Groovy Golden Doodles, and we are super excited to bring our weekly conversations about dogs to you. So how are you doing, Kathy? I'm good. I'm good. Have you had any tea today? Yes. Yes. I, I, I've <laughs> drank it twice and I even was talking to the person on Instagram who owns a company. Are you because, kidding? Yeah. Cause the I've lady? been posting about it. Yeah. This tea is so good.
1: Well, watch your language, but which one were you drinking? <laughs> I was drinking, wake the F up. So just so you know that Kimberly loves tea and <laughs> um, I was talking to her one day and Her partner was calling her and she was, you know, kind of growling and grumbling like, you know, (laughs) women do when they just want a minute of peace. And so she was like, oh, yeah, let me just put my S.H.A. down and 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 fix it for you. okay?" And um, I guess two days later, I saw this on a tea mug and I said, oh, my goodness, this is perfect for her. So I wanted to order the mug, but then I wanted to um, to get some tea. So. Another secret of mine. I am a huge shark tank fanatic. I mean, I love (laughs) to watch shark tank and there was a lady on there selling snarky tea. Yes. And so this is a shout out to her. Um, Check it out. S N A R K Y snarky tea. And her canisters are very colorful and they are very raunchy. Um, And, but her flavors are phenomenal. So I ordered two for Kimberly and I said, your packages are going to come, but they're going to come on separate days. You cannot open one until you get the other. Um, So she did. And she has two canisters. One says, wake the F up. And the other one, if you want to go to sleep, says peace and love, MFers. Uh, But they're great flavors and um, really good tea. So if you're looking for a really cool gift for, A tea drinker, I would recommend. I am
0: very happy. (laughs) I am very happy. I yeah, good. I've been drinking it ever since it arrived, and it's just like it's so good. And they have a ton of different flavors and stuff out there. So eventually, maybe I'll try a few other ones. But for right now, I'm happy with what I got.
1: All right, all right. So other than that, everything has been pretty good. I'm back in the saddle, working on my new. website. Um, I'm kind of in editing and behind the the website dashboard hell, but Mm -hmm. I'm taking it slow and I'm learning and it will be up, I hope before the end of the year. Um, But that said, one of the things I wanted to talk to you about today is dog collars. So I found, (laughs) I found a new groomer, right? Uh And I love them. They're from New York. Shout out to the Big Apple people, my family. Kind of rough around the edges, but it reminds me of being at home. And when I took Jackson, we had to cut him really short because he hasn't been groomed since August. Mm -hmm. As much as I tried to comb him, um, he still had some mats. And the thing that endeared me to these people instantly is he saw my face, you know, like, getting all contorted because he was talking about, I'm going to have to shave his legs and all that stuff. And I said, not down to the white meat. And he kind of laughed. And then I said, um, he said, listen, he said, let's, let's focus on humanity versus vanity. And I, I was in love with him after that. So <laughs> he's now my new groomer, but he was telling me that the harness that Jax wears, because it has that um, fabric on the chest. cavity oh, Yeah.
0: Part, yeah.
1: He said, this is what's doing the most damage to under the armpits, mm. you know, the friction. And mm-hmm. he said, so I would get rid of the harness. Well, I can't get rid of the harness because Jack has that thing where he pulls so much, he really damages his trachea. Yeah, He has to have put a harness on him. And it's like walking a lamb. Now, I've never walked a lamb. But, <laughs> I mean, it is it's so much easier. So now I'm trying to find as if there is one a mat free harness mm-hmm. which got me digging in this basket that I have similar to yours yeah. where I have all kinds of harnesses and neck and and collars and stuff and I thought okay I don't know when this industry got so big but I got to find out what is like the best is there a collar out there that perhaps makes a dog not want to pull as opposed to just wearing the big harness
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yeah, there, I mean, there are callers that, you know, the training callers that, you know, so many people hold on a second, Rodrigo, what is going on with you? Rodrigo's being weird, but there um, are training callers that people claim will stop that. I think if it were my dog, I would reach out to a dog trainer. And find out what they know and what they would recommend, because um, that's really you know, hilarious that your dog calms down when you put a harness on them, because the theory out there um, in the social media world is that um, harnesses encourage dogs to pull. And so, if you have a dog that's a puller, the the worst thing you can do is put them into a harness. And um, but I've actually had the opposite experience with my dogs. Um, I can't walk them with just a collar and a leash, but when I put a harness on them, they walk perfectly fine. Um, I also think part of it has to do with training, and um, you know. I don't know the energy that I walk with them with, I guess, because I don't know how to really explain it. But I think that if I would talk to a trainer, because I not only can they give you advice on that, I bet you they can even recommend,
1: you know. I, that's a good idea. And I do know a trainer that I really um, enjoy talking to. I've never really used a professional trainer um, for a very important reason. You want to know what that reason is? What is that? Um, cheap. <laughs> I will read and YouTube myself into oblivion, but um, I'm just cheap. But now listen, it's interesting though, because the harness that I chose, not, not even thinking about that that fabric on the chest cavity, but mm-hmm. the harness I chose was primarily for work because it has the front hook and the, um, the back mm-hmm. hook. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times when I'm working with jacks with stroke victims and we're trying to do that rehab for balance, A lot of times they get really excited because the therapist will say, would you like to walk Jax in the unit? And they'll be like, okay. So they have the leash that's attached to the hook on the back, Mm -hmm. not realizing that I'm really controlling him because I have the one that's on the front, on the chest cavity. So that's kind of one of the things that, um, one of the reasons why I was using the harness, but he pulls so much. I even went and got a martingale um, collar. (laughs) Yeah. Because it's just there now those are some good looking collars. Yeah, they are. Yeah. They just make you feel like you're rich. I don't know what it is, but they they they're like embroidered. And for those of you that don't know, Martingale collars are used for like greyhounds and those dogs that have very sensitive necks. But he still pulls Mm -hmm. and he pulls to where he he's actually like I said, he's damaging his trach. Yeah. So um, I put a harness on Harley and he wouldn't move. (laughs) <laughs> I mean you know I'm my person that if I have to order one I order two because I think the other one is going to get jealous and I put it on him and he would move and I pulled him and he, he laid down and I pulled some more and he stayed down I took it off he got up I said okay I understand now so I, I don't know really what, what what's happening
0: you see this beautiful hat that says dog mom on it well actually it goes this way it says dog mom It had a little thing at the top.
1: A pom-pom?
0: Yep. And I was looking looking over there, seeing all this stuff on the floor. And I was just like, is that dog hair? Is someone shedding that hard? No. Somehow, I don't know how they found this, but they got a hold of my hat. That was a gift. And took the pom-pom off of it.
1: Well, you can always put a pom-pom back on a hat.
0: No, oh, I never really thought about that.
1: You can; it'll be
0: all right. <laughs> and so I kicked them out of the room. Okay, so they're gone. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay, I lost my train of thought. Damn it! I'm no, sorry. Just, I'm just <laughs> kidding. No, I was just talking about how the Martingale collar just—it looks so rich. Mm-hmm. you know, because they're usually all embroidered and they have some glittery stuff on it. It makes you kind of want to get dressed up to walk your dog. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the day, it really does not change anything. So I'm I'm looking for what's called, uh, I'm looking for two things. I'm looking mm-hmm. for a, I know there's no such thing as a matless harness or a harness that prevents matting, but at least I can find one without that chest fabric thing in the front. Yeah. Um I'm looking for that. And then I was reading up on the proper brushes. Now I have a basket full of brushes and combs and ferminators and all mat detanglers and all of that stuff. Um, but man, the go-to brush supposedly for a golden doodle or I would imagine any long haired dog Seventy nine dollars is that crazy or what? Yay, my I'm not. I, I I couldn't do it. I had my finger <laughs> over the mouse and it just my finger wouldn't go down on the clicker. <laughs> just wouldn't. Remember, I said I'm cheap. Yes, uh, but this is a brush by Chris. Who do I say it? Chris Christensen. And uh, hey, for the rich and famous, I think that's great. But seventy nine dollars for a brush? I don't think so.
0: Now, I always wonder if it's also I have this too close to my mouth um for professional groomers. I you know, I don't know anything about what they do, but I was when you were saying that I was thinking about makeup artists, yeah, and how, you know, we'll go out and buy a set of you know makeup brushes for fifteen, twenty dollars, maybe upwards of fifty dollars. But when they buy makeup brushes, they're spending hundreds of dollars because of the quality. Well, you know,
1: I I stared at my monitor. I I even enlarged the photo and I'm like, oh, for all that is holy, what is different? I got my brush. I held it up to the monitor and I, I can't see a difference. I talked to the groomer about it and I can't tell you what he said because there was a lot of profanity in it, but pretty <laughs> much it was, there's no reason for you to buy that brush. And I thought, no, I don't think so either. So, <laughs> So I'm not buying the brush, but I'm still looking for um, the right harness. So talk to me about front nose leads. Have you ever used them?
0: Is that the thing where you put it around the nose? Yes. Yeah, I try to use that with rodrigo's like standing on the other side of the door just staring at me whining <laughs> but i used it on him back when i used to walk him on the trail because he's a reactive dog and i was just looking for any tool that would help me better control him and what i found was that none of the tools worked to control him he he needed intensive um training and um yeah but he he would he People told me just leave it on there. Eventually he'll get used to it and he'll just, it'll be fine. But I never got to that point. He would just lay down and start using his paws to try and get it off of his nose. And so I eventually just gave up on him. And you kind of felt that it was
1: just something. Did you ever think it was painful?
0: No, no, I didn't think it was painful because it was just sort of like this thing. It went around the nose. They can still like pant. And bark with it on it wasn't like it it held his mouth closed it was open their mouth yeah it was just the whole thing of it was there was some type of you're you're basically controlling the head so um there he is
1: (laughs) well yeah and that's what the front um hook is on the harnesses that I were using because if he decided to go too far he was walking sideways and so exactly it worked out really, really well. Um, I just think I need to find one without that, that padding on the Mm -hmm. chest cavity, but I never used the one on the mouth. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. So, and, and now I use, I don't walk Rodrigo because he's reactive and he's almost 12 years old. So um, I don't need him doing all that on this trails. And since we have land, I can just walk him on land. If I do take him out off of the property to walk him, I just put a harness on him and I have to walk him at off hours where he's going to be more calm. Um, what and is he reactive other- to anything that's moving fast. So, um, uh, bicyclists, um, skateboarders, rollerbladers, that type of thing. He doesn't care about cars. Um he's interested in other dogs and like people walking other dogs, but it's mostly people who are going really by him really fast. He he flips out on.
1: So pretend I'm laying on a a brown leather couch in your <laughs> in your office and you're my my counselor. I had one situation that happened this summer. It's never happened before, but Jackson seems to Be reactive to skateboarders, Mm -hmm. not in an aggressive way. But so, what ended up happening is this is the story. We were (laughs) on the porch, the dogs never leave the porch. I mean, never. We were on the porch, and a gentleman was across the street and he was walking. And I thought, I said, okay, let me just look and make sure he doesn't have a dog. I didn't see one, but Mm -hmm. I'm looking over the rooftops of vehicles. Mm -hmm. He gets pretty much in front of my house and decides to cross the street diagonally. He gets in the yellow line. And all of a sudden I hear this kerplunk. He dropped the skateboard and jumped on it and started down the street. Mm -hmm. Jackson hauled ass and was barking and growling and ran into the street after him. And then I'm running after Jackson. Well, he knows he can't outrun the dog. So he gets off of the skateboard and he picks it up and holds it like a bat. Oh, and so I'm screaming to the top of my lungs. Do not hit him with that. Do not hit him with that. He's not going to hurt you. And then I'm going, Jax, Jax. And so Jax came back. But I've never known him to be like that. Tail was still wagging. But in... The person's defense, he sees the 70 pound dog barking and running towards him. So I Mm -hmm. get that. But if he had of hit Jax with that skateboard, he would have killed him. Yeah. Because I'm sure he was aiming for his head. Yeah. And so then he kind of looked at me like, you know, bad pet parent, get your dog together. And then he got on a skateboard and he took off. So I was like, oh, crap. Is my dog a reactive dog now? To skateboarders?
0: Yeah. I just to me it's just with my dogs, it's and it's and actually all of my dogs except for Apollo um have some level of reactivity to the cycle, the bicycles, the skateboarders, and the rollerbladers. And I don't know, I'm sure someone could probably has a, a theory about it. I, I always blamed with Rodrigo and Scout and Zoe because they're herding mixed dogs, that I thought it has something to do with. You know, their herding drive. But you know, this is something that I hear yeah. from yeah. all dogs of different breeds. So you know, I don't know. It's just, it's um, yeah, I, I found it to be pretty, pretty scary,
1: actually. Oh, yeah. Um, so what did I do? I treated Jackson just like a child. I grabbed him and I looked at him and I said, Are you okay? And then <laughs> I started yelling at him. Don't you ever. And so, I mean, it was
0: <laughs> get him like, on that put. Yeah, the, with with Rodrigo, he did that recently. I told you about it that he got pepper sprayed. No, yeah, recently, um, a few weeks ago. Because, you know, we don't have we have the dogs have a fenced yard, but our property doesn't have a fence around it. And it borders the Centennial Trail. And I was just walking around outside with just um, Rodrigo. And I'm thankful that I just had one dog with me. And um, and he saw someone skating down the trail. And I I'm usually paying attention, but I caught the person right before I could get in there and stop Rodrigo. And Rodrigo went running onto the trail after him. And I, and it's like what you said, he's not trying to bite or anything like that. He's just sort of like, he gets excited and stuff and wants to run alongside him, but this guy didn't yeah, know. But that's still scary. Yeah. yeah. This guy didn't know. So he pepper sprayed him. So I was sort of like grateful that he, you know, he probably had just some dog repellent type spray. I, uh-huh. and it, sm- it smelled like coffee. Um, and so I was grateful that that's what he did instead of hurting him, um, and Rodrigo came running straight back. And part of me was furious too, because it was just sort of like, I don't know what you used on my dog. What if this could have had a reaction? Da, da, da. But then on the flip side, I was furious just with myself for not paying better attention to Rodrigo and making sure that he didn't put, you know, cause he could have knocked that guy down or the guy just trying to get away from him could have fallen. And it's just, it could have been all kinds of. of um, well, yeah, just put yourself in that person's, Mm-hmm. position
1: seeing that dog that you don't know I mean really that you don't know yeah um hey listen I have been in places where I've walked by and a chihuahua has lost his mind <laughs> and I've kind of like wet my pants because you just don't know and it's almost like when you go out one of the things on your list to do is not to get bit by a dog <laughs> I know so so I can only imagine for somebody to see Apollo and not you. And this guy saw Jax, but not me. So he's saying the only thing I have to protect myself is the skateboard. Yeah. And yeah. in your situation, the only thing he had was the pepper spray.
0: And also, yet I think about what other experiences they've had because it's just sort of like, you know, there's a lot of people, the reason why they're afraid of dogs is because they got bit by a dog. And, yes. you know, and for me, since I have a pack of dogs, if I had been outside with all four of them, all four of them would have went running um, along with Rodrigo. And that and he, would have he, been a he, horrible
1: he, he would have would have mess. Yeah. That
0: would have been a horrible mess. And so yeah. I'm, I'm better at it. This is not something that happens, you know, all the time. It, it, you know, it was a shock to me that it even happened because You know Rodrigo's old, but had no business (laughs) running out there. But he did it, and um, and it was just one of those. It was a reminder to me that just because he's old does not mean that he is no longer reactive, and I need to you know stay on top of him. Well, when you talk about talking to a
1: trainer, there is one person in the neighborhood that I would love to talk to. Um, There's this dog that will walk with the um, the woman of the house. Mm -hmm. The man of the house and the sitter, the pet sitter and the nanny. Check that out. okay? and he will walk with all four of those people without a leash. And this dog gets to the corner and sits. Isn't that amazing when you see that? And then they cross the street and then they cross another street. And then they'll see me with Harley and Jax and they'll cross in the middle of the street. He doesn't come after them, but the fact that he walks ahead of them and he gets to the curb and has mm-hmm. the wherewithal to sit down and wait. And it's not just one person because mm-hmm. I said to her, I said, only being me, who are you? Cause I see them all the time and i never seen her. She said, oh, I'm the sitter. I said, for the dog or for the child? Cause she's always pushing a little kid in a stroller. She said, no, for the child. And I said, oh, I've seen another sitter. She said, yeah, that's the dog walker. And I'm thinking, oh <laughs> God, damn. I was like, Jesus, anybody can walk this dog and he does this. So when you talk about talking to a trainer, that's who I want to talk yeah. to. You know why? Cause I'm cheap and they won't say it. They won't charge me to just tell me how they did it. And I can't begin to tell you what kind of dog it is. I have no clue. But um, I'm so impressed when I see them. So Leo say, "I hate when people walk around with dogs that don't have on any, you know, a leash." I was like, "This dog can mm-hmm. I've watched it.
0: That's how Sydney was. Sydney um, was a dog. I know. I I I only carried a leash with me just to make other people feel comfortable. But Sydney stayed by my side. She never went too far away from me, and she was she's the only dog I've ever had that I was able to walk that way. And, um, and I do, I see other people who, I mean, I remember one time I was walking, um, I was walking the dogs on a, a field. And there were people, I don't know how far behind me, but I was just sort of keeping an eye on them because just in case, because they were walking their dogs off leash. And just in case their dogs were like, eh, we're going to go and say hi to this lady and her dogs. So I was trying to keep an eye on them. And I just noticed that the dogs never went too far away from them. Um, like you said, they would slow down and stop and, and all of that. And when I finished do the walk, I took the dogs, put them in the car, and went, waited for them like a crazy stalker and just said, um, hey, this was really impressive. Can you tell me what you did? Now, they actually trained their dogs using training collars and they're the ones that vibrate, not the ones that shock. And so they were able to train their dogs using those. And so they were using those on their dogs and their dogs were like, okay, we'll do the vibrate to let them know, hey, you guys are going too far and the dogs would slow down. And, um, and that's basically what they did. And that was probably my first experience. um, One of my first experiences talking to someone about a training caller without, you know, a ton of people running and going crazy because, you know, those are the ones that get people really mad, but they let me feel it and, uh, and, and explained it to me. I, I tried to do that type of training caller, the one that vibrates only (laughs) with Rodrigo. He broke it the first day. Really? It cost sixty dollars. Maybe that's not a lot of money for for train, those type of collars. I don't know, but I thought it was like top of the line. It was good, and he he literally broke it. The he broke the collar of it um, the first day. And and not not like he wasn't trying to break it. It just, you know, it was just like okay, well, never mind. But um, but yeah. Yeah, I have. I actually worked with a woman who was really nice. She was my pet sitter, but she was also um, a trainer, a dog trainer. And so she would come twice a week to when I worked um, in the office, she would come twice a week and she would hang out with the dogs, let them out to use the bathroom, and then she would work with them on things. And so um, that was really helpful, too, is just having someone come and just work with them. And teach them stuff. And it's, you know, sometimes I was, I didn't think it would really work because it's like, yeah, they're, they're going to listen to you, but they're not going to listen to me. But I saw a definite improvement in behavior. And I've also seen it since we hired a a dog walker with um, Apollo and Scout, they walk so much better now because of the work they've done with the dog walker.
1: Okay. That's good. That's Mm -hmm. good. Um, did I ever tell you this? Stop me because, you know, I'm old and I repeat myself. <laughs> um, did I ever tell you about the time that I wrote an article on this guy that was using the um, shock collars As I was living in Virginia and I was writing for this magazine, any who I really mm. liked the guy really, really personable. And he assured me that the shock collars were not anything really bad, blah, 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 blah. Mm. So I decided that I would do a blog post series because he was um, offering to train Harley to be one of those off-leash dogs. Right? Yes. Okay. Remember, I said I was cheap, and so <laughs> I said, "Okay, two blog posts, and let's see what's happening." So, long story short, Harley went through maybe three classes. In the third class, um, I told him, "I said, listen, I." Wish you well, but I can't do this anymore. Because after the second class, what I wanted to do is get an idea of what this was like. So I put the collar on and I gave the (laughs) device to Lee. And I told (laughs) Lee, I said, when I'm not paying attention, I want you to turn it on, but only to level. Wait, only to level what? (laughs) Okay. I guess I never. One. One, who <laughs> knows? Okay. I mean, he said, Are you serious? And I said, Yes. Now, the only thing I should have done is, but back then, um, this is that big, like 2014 or 15, because Leo had already passed. And I should have had him videotape me, but I didn't want to know when it was happening. And I remember distinctly. I was getting ready to wash dishes and I had the liquid <laughs> dish soap in my hand, right? And he sat me. <laughs> and I dropped the thing and I was like, shit. <laughs> and he was like you, cracking up, because he thought this was the funniest thing ever. So, I mean, I said, what level was that? And I think it wasn't even close to one. And then I remember doing something. Then I was scared because I kept waiting for when was this going to happen? When was this going to happen? So when I went back to the third and final <laughs> session, um, he wanted to demonstrate how well Harley was doing. And I remember he had Harley sitting up on this like piece of log you know how mm-hmm. you have dogs perched like, yeah. uh, like they're four feet are together. Yeah. And I remember that Harley looked at me and he told Harley to stay. He Harley to Harley, get up there. And then he told Harley to stay. And I remember Harley looked at me as if to say, what have I ever done to you for you to make me do this? So I was truly like, uh, I, I gained my pet parenting diploma that day because I just yelled out, stop. And I said, "Uh uh-uh, stop. No, no more. No. And the man was looking at me. I said, no. And I took the collar off. I told Harley, get down. And we we left. I said, I can't do this anymore. I can't. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think that everybody's dog is different. But for mine, the few things that Harley decides that he doesn't want to do when I want him to do it, I'm okay with that. Because if I can think back to when I was his age. I didn't do everything my mother told me to do either. <laughs> and that's, the, that's my story. And I'm sticking to it, but yes, Lee sat me and I
0: dropped the uh, Dawn dish. And I was like, whoa, there's no way and, in hell. I would let Johan do that to me because I am more than positive that it would be above a one and he would not, it would be a horrible, And he would keep his hand on yeah. the thing. He wouldn't let go. Yeah. The police would have to be here. It would be a horrible situation. <laughs>
1: Do you know what I benefited from that kit, that free kit that I got? Bless his heart. And he's very successful now. I won't use his name, but what I benefited from that kit was the 12-foot leash. Mm -hmm. Yes, 12-foot leash that I use when I take Jacks to the beach because I can keep him on the leash Mm -hmm. and he can jump waves and all of that. But I still have him so that he doesn't go off like Tom Hanks did in that movie. (laughs) (laughs) And then live on an island by himself for three years. Castaway. Castaway. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Oh, movie buff! I knew you were going to know that. But listen, Uh -uh. I wanted to tell you that Lee also—he—you can't tell him anything now. You know, he believes that he is—he's—he is Caesar (laughs) Milan and (laughs) and everybody else all wrapped up into one. Because you were gone for two weeks. Because I was gone. in two weeks. So he wanted to let me go. He went and bought Halloween candy. And he came back and he said, just so you know, I did not buy any Starbucks or any Starbursts or any Skittles. And I said, why? He said, haven't you heard? He said, they have titanium dioxide in them. And that's the ingredient <laughs> that they they took that out of dog treats before they took it away from human candy consumption. And I said, Oh, wow. Thank you. Thank you for telling me. You want to blog now? <laughs> no, I said, being sarcastic, I'm going to tell Kimberly. And he said, She would be interested.
0: So I'm telling I am, you- in, I am interested. I find it fascinating. I'm resentful about my interest, but I do find it fascinating.
1: Titanium dioxide has been removed <laughs> from dog treats, oh. but it is still found. Oh, thank you, Lee. And Skittles.
0: <laughs> and it's also that sounds the so funny. Treat. Skittles. <laughs> Gotta love the internet connection. <laughs> and Starbursts. And Starbursts. <laughs> All right.
1: Well, oh, that's good to we know. Got, good. We are not going to charge extra for that information. <laughs> Okay, so listen. Let me hmm. ask you another question.
0: Ready? Okay. Yes. Oh, she goes. Okay. Yes. Damn it! I uh, thought I put this on mute. What? My phone keeps vibrating, and it's going to pick it up in the what's call it in the speakers. Oh no! I, it's not going to mute. My phone won't go to mute.
1: I <laughs> I, I freaking hate these phones. I don't <laughs> know what to. I don't know what to say. I'm just afraid. So listen. Yes. I have I have concerns. Okay. All right. Jax has a annual physical coming up in two weeks. And his vet is on maternity leave. Mm-hmm. Why is that bothering me that
0: a total stranger <clears throat> is going to touch my dog? I it would it would bother it, well I should say. It wouldn't bother me now with the vet clinic that I go to now, but it would have bothered me at other vet clinics because I get so tired of repeating conversations that I've already had to bring someone up to speed with my dogs, I just, it's just, it's aggravating. I know it's not their fault, but it's still aggravating because usually when I'm in the vet's office, I'm already a little on edge because the dogs don't want to be there. I'm trying to get in and out of there Um, with me since I'm a raw feeder. And because of my stance on vaccinations, I know that if I have to deal with a new vet, I'm going to have to have that conversation again. And sometimes I'm just not in the mood. Sometimes I'm there and I'm just like, you know what? I'm paying you. So you need to just do what I need you to do so I can go home. This dog isn't happy here. I want to go home. Um, But now I have an amazing vet, which who actually has been a friend of mine for years, and I should have been going to her years ago. But And everyone in her clinic is up to speed on everything, including her, like, I I don't know if you call them like guest vets, but, you know, vets that come through, all Mm -hmm. of them are up to speed. And it's like, I'll go in there and I'll see a vet that I haven't seen in years because, you know, I just haven't seen her, but she still remembers my dogs and, and she understands. and, And it's nice because, you know, sometimes it, I still have to you know, let them know that, like, for instance, Zoe has to have surgery in a couple of days. And um, they, I got an email that she needs to come in and get updated on her vaccinations. And I was just like, uh, no, that's not happening. And I just call and, and said, hey, you know, this is what I got, blah, 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 blah. And they were like, hold on, went and talked to someone, came back, don't worry about it, you're good to go. And yeah, I just, yeah. I I love my vet's office. But yeah, if, I, if it were anywhere else, <clears throat> I mean, just the idea of having to find a new vet is just stressful to me. Well, you know, I love the vet that I go to. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. I really,
1: really do. Doesn't sound like you I just like sent you a do. picture. Don't look at your phone. Don't. Nope. Put it down. Put it down. Don't look at your What's phone. Happening? I I'm not, tell you about I'm not looking either. at you.
0: Son- my friend sent me a text message letting me know that I left my sunglasses and my kombucha at her house today. See?
1: Okay. But don't look at anything else. I just sent you a text. Okay. But anyway, um, I love my vet. However, ironically, she's the only one that's ever touch fondled been with (laughs) my dogs. And so I called and I knew she was having a baby. I just thought I could get my annual done. Beforehand. Beforehand. Before the water broke. And, you know, she won't be back until February and Jax has to stay. Um, Current with everything because Mm -hmm. of, well, for a multitude of reasons, but primarily because of pet therapy, and um, yeah. So it's somebody that I don't know, and my veterinarian, their office has still decided to keep us, you know, in the parking lot. Oh, yeah. Not bother me. I'm not going to be there, and I don't anticipate any problems. But it gets to where you know, like when it comes to vets, is your dog a fan? Are they scared? Do they like, does your veterinarian office allow you inside? We
0: can now go inside. So we're, started.
1: we're only allowed to go inside if there's something that's like a, not a routine visit, mm-hmm. but for routine visits, they feel that they are um, more effective and efficient with us sitting in the car, sucking up carbon monoxide. And I'm kind of okay with that because if you're just going to give an allergy shot or just do mm-hmm. um, draw blood for the regular blood panel, um, I'm okay with that. But I just don't know this person. And yeah, I, I'm just wondering, am
0: I alone out there? No, you're not. I mean, it is, honestly, I, I truly believe that I'm being ridiculous about this because my dogs are fine. They're they're not a fan. The, well, two of my dogs love going to the vet because they love the attention. And two of my dogs hate going to the vet. And, uh, but they'll be fine. They'll be in and out of there. It's not a big deal. The people in the vets clinic are amazing with my animals. I mean, when mm-hmm. when Sherry, who is my main vet, comes into the room, my dogs, they go from like, well, I should say Scout and Zoe go from being scared and, and uncomfortable to crawling in her lap. They love her so much. And so I know that they're going to be OK, but I'm still in my car a little, you know, on edge until I hear from them to know that, you know, are you sure they're OK type of thing? And I mean, well, it may I, be unreasonable, but I think I don't think you're alone. I think everyone kind of feels that way. Well, because of COVID, I didn't even know my
1: vet was pregnant. <laughs> but what happened is last month when Harley went in for his physical, remember I told you his lower extremities were hanging kind of low. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, and she came out and I thought, holy Hannah, <laughs> she's out here. And then I thought, what's happened to her? Because she was like eight months pregnant, because <laughs> this was last month. And I said, I rolled down the window, she was like, Hey, Kathy. And I said, Oh hell, if you're out here, this can't be good. And so, because usually it's the vet tech that comes back and says, Harley did well, and we've charged your account with the visa we have on file, and um, here's your receipt. And I'm thinking, "Uh uh-oh, you're here. This is not good. But um, they've just never seen anybody else but her. Mm -hmm. And so I'm thinking, oh, I called and I wanted to verify, you know, make the appointment. I said, how's Dr you know, doing. And they told me that she was home on maternity leave. Her due date was Friday. I mean, Thursday and the baby hadn't come. And um, I felt bad because all I wanted to say, well, when is she coming back? (laughs) (laughs) So if the baby hasn't come, she's still seeing patients, right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, And then they told me that Dr. So-and-so, you know, would be seeing Jax. And I was like, well, who the hell is that? <laughs> but um so i'm going to have to trust the pat this practice and believe that everybody is still um you know kind of like on the same sheet of music yeah. both my dogs seem to do very well with mm-hmm. the vet they've never had any issues and they had a really really good veterinarian in virginia and they i was just blessed that they have another good one here mm-hmm. so that's never been an issue i do know people whose dogs really struggle With veterinary care. Yeah. They just do not like it. And every day, every time they go, it's an episode. Yeah. Um, And so my heart goes out to them because I can't believe that, you know, they have to endure that, but they do. Yeah. So, but um, good news. I'm going to the commissary this week. Why would you be excited? You want to know why? 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 Because I am going to buy us those bounty sheets. (laughs) (laughs) Those. Those pet bounty sheets that are supposed to just eradicate pet hair. I don't think they work. That's why we're going to try them. We're going to try them with dogs that you have that are supposed to shed and that dogs that I have that are not supposed to shed, but they do. Maybe not a whole lot, but I mean, they still do. And so we're going to see if the pet hair just... (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> did you hear that if the pet head just <sighs> yes bounty we are going to challenge you and be very honest because why we're buying our bounty sheets we're not getting them free from you because you never answered my email
0: um, <laughs> you know get those toxic bounty sheets <laughs> those toxic ingredients yes yes we're gonna. <laughs> are, are bounty sheets toxic <laughs> yep they dryer, really dryer sheets are, are toxic.
1: They're carcinogenitives.
0: I don't remember really? what it is. But just... I mean, you know, to be perfectly honest, <clears throat> sorry, everything is toxic. Everything, everything but, is toxic. Everything I mean, it's just rosé that I'm drinking. Well, probably not the grass outside since we don't put weed killer on it. But um, but yeah, everything is toxic. I mean, I, it, it's yeah. Okay. You know, yeah, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see if they do. I don't think that they will work. I mean, I honest, I think it's like, I think it's it's a nice idea, but the amount of pet hair I have in this house, I mean, we have to sweep, vacuum, and mop every other day to stay on top of the pet hair in this house. We have tumbleweeds of pet hair flowing through this house. So
1: listen, before Jackson got cut down to the white meat, <laughs> Um, you could hear Lee on the phone with me and all of a sudden, you know, we'd be, I'm at work, he's at home. Um, and then all of a sudden I hear, and then, you know, he talks <laughs> and I said, you know, what are you doing? And he says, I've got the hand back. And I said, Oh Jesus, why don't you just sweep or use that big, you know, like industrial size mop thing. Yeah. And yeah. he likes to take the hand back. Rrr. <laughs> and, then, <dude. laughs> and i'm saying stop please um because of the tumbleweeds because yeah. Jax was just scratching and i guess whatever matted hair area he was he was scratching it was just kind of like you know leaving a trail but look at your text message now
0: i did i don't cheat listen it? yeah you don't boss you ain't the
1: boss of me i'm not the boss of you so what i just showed kimberly um, is a t-shirt that Makia Renee Pryor um, put together called um, Service Human Do Not Pet. I love it. And um, she was our guest during Domestic Violence Week to talk about her psychiatric service dog, Sir Phoenix, that she has now because she is a domestic violence survivor. So proud of her. Um, suffers from PS- PTSD. And that falls under the category of a psychiatric service dog, which is now recognized by the ADA. So when she showed me that she had created this shirt, because she is also a graphic artist by profession, I asked her to make a shirt for Kimberly and I that says human do not pet <laughs> because Kimberly nice. once did a podcast on, you know, why the bleep do you keep petting
0: my dog? And so I <laughs> that's not what it says. I said, no, you can't bleep pet my dog. My dog. But funny that you say this because I heard from a young man who is starting a t-shirt business and he loved the graphic for that so much that he is sending me a t-shirt as well. Well, you know you, something similar. Hey,
1: hey, extra large for your pocket partner. <laughs> I'll let them know. Hello, hello, hello. (laughs) But yes, um, I just, I love that blog post. I mean, and I loved the podcast. It was so hilarious. And so when I saw that, I said, Hey, we need one take service off for that, but human (laughs) do not pet because this is what we have to go through sometimes. So, but, um, Listen, it's been great. I'm gonna get off the phone and go downstairs and find out what my hubby's up to. Um as always, I love talking to you. You it's as well. Great. I'm three I'm hours going, ahead
0: of you, so I'm gonna feed the dogs. I already did that.
1: I, I, mean, I said, it, been there, done that, picked up the poop. Mm-hmm. And so I did that this uh-huh. morning too. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But listen, um we'll talk next week.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yay. Uh,
1: Yeah. Nice talking
0: to you. Talk to you next week, darling. Okay, baby.